is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to chat with Brandy Hayes over Zoom video. Brandy was born and raised in Chino Hills, which is just kind of east of Los Angeles. And she talks about how she got into music. At two years old, she knew she wanted to be a singer. That was her dream, starting at two years old. She sang in different choruses and choirs up through high school, but ended up attending college in Georgia for something unrelated to music, marketing and economics. When she finished college, she got a job in uh, New Jersey, didn't love it there, ended up moving back to California and started to pursue a career in music. That's when she went to the studio for the first time, recorded a, a couple cover songs. After that, she realized she should start writing her own music. She put out a project called Roses. We talk about the success of her next EP, Silhouette, which she released around Valentine's Day 2021. She put out another record towards the end of 2021. And her most recent EP, which is Silhouette Volume 2, which is totally similar to what she did with Silhouette, but definitely not in the same vein of the That's Unfortunate EP. She talked to us about the success she's had on SoundCloud, how using a chat app ended up landing her in a room with somebody from Apple, and then one of her songs got playlisted that way. That's a super cool story. And um, we hear about what she's got going on currently. You can watch our interview with Brandy Hayes on our Facebook page and YouTube channel, at Bringing It Backwards. It would be awesome if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, we would love it if you uh, follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Brandy Hayes. Hello. Hi, Brandy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you doing this. Of course. Awesome, awesome. I'm Adam, and this is the podcast about you, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the new EP, Silhouette, Volume 2. Okay, awesome. Very cool. I did read uh, originally from Chino Hills in California? Yes, originally from Chino Hills. Um, currently live in LA. Okay. I'm from San Diego, so I, I know the oh, really? area. Yeah, my sister went to Pomona, uh, Cal Poly Pomona. And that's kind of, you have to drive around you know, through Chino Hills, I want to say, to get there. Or a, yeah, depending on where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like um, Pomona's a little bit north of it, correct? Or northeast? Think, yeah, yeah, northeast, I think. Okay. Well, yeah, tell me about Chino Hills. I don't know much about it other than kind of where it's located out there, uh, Riverside County-ish. Um, I mean, Chino Hills is cool. Uh, it's suburbs, so it's not like a lot going on. I mean, honestly, the only thing there was to do was like go to the movies or go to the mall. Typical okay. suburb life, like nothing really going on. Skating ring, you know, but that's about it. Okay. Was it hot? I mean, it had to be hot as hell out there, right? I mean, in the middle of it. I remember yeah. San Bernardino being pretty brutal as far it as weather. <laughs> I don't know if it was like crazy hot. It was hot, but you know, I'm like now weather is a little different, so it might be really hot now. Oh, right, sure, exactly. It's changed a bit. Oh, awesome. Okay, so movies, skating rink, stuff like that, just basic suburbs uh, activities. Yeah. But what about music? When did you get into music, or do you come from a musical household at all? 
Um, I've always loved music. I've always known I wanted to sing. Like, I went to a, a Christian school when I was younger, and we had, like, a little group there. Everybody was, of course, a participant, but it was, like, the sunshine generation at, like, two years old, and I was like, yeah, this is it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you even remember two. You you can recall just knowing yeah, you wanted to I, do this. Wow. It was, like, preschool, like, two, three, five. Like, I'm like, this is it. Yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> Wow. So you obviously continued. Did you do choir, chorus, all that stuff through school? Um, I did do choir a lot in school, like um, elementary, high school, um, and then like private lessons here and there. Oh, okay. So you took vocal lessons as well? Yeah. When it came to like performing, like how did you, you know, uh, I mean, aside from doing chorus and recitals and stuff, were you just constantly singing? Like how, how did you kind of continue? that path um yeah so i was always like i've always sang i always knew i wanted to sing it wasn't until after college that i booked my first like studio session for like my own music um i honestly didn't know like the way music was presented to me growing up was more so of like you had to know somebody or you had to already be famous to get right rooms i didn't know you could just kind of like call up and book a studio session so it wasn't (laughs) until like right after i graduated that i was talking to someone i met someone and and i was like so you could just kind of like call and like book time and they're like yeah so that's kind of like where it's first started for me okay did you go to college for music at all or something completely different no i actually didn't i went to school for well my major is in economics and minor in marketing so i always i always felt like you didn't necessarily have to have a degree in music to do music so right i mean those are better options especially with marketing too i mean marketing yourself and then economics the funds and there you go (laughs) the backbone of what would continue you singing aside from the talent part uh that's cool so you were you writing songs or or is this new to you or was that new to you outside of college um i didn't start writing songs until like i think i probably started 2014 2015 writing my own songs um and then just kind of like built from there okay and what what drew you to writing music was there something that happened or a moment that where somebody come to you and say hey you should probably write your own songs or um so i graduated and i had a job my first job was a new new jersey oh, and wow. then like after, yeah after a so year you moved of, to the east coast yeah so i went to wow. school in georgia oh okay i was gonna say if you went to yeah. school around or uh, around california and then you that must have been a huge culture shock but i mean well, even going to georgia still. must have been a huge co- culture shock yeah but you know in college like you go back home for summer and like winter so like it still was a huge like snow and all that was a lot right so, right I was there for like a year and then I was like, this is just not for me. I'm going to move to California and I'm going to find someone to write my songs and I'm going to be a singer. And that's what I thought. And then like I moved back and I was like, okay, so I have to write my own songs. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of like how that started. Okay. So did you get that studio time after you had written some songs or was that before? Um, before. So like the first thing I did was a cover. And then the second thing I did was like, it's still up on my SoundCloud today. Um, that was the first thing I put out. It was like a party next door and Drake mashup. 
type of thing. Oh, cool. Uh-huh. So I didn't necessarily like write the words, but I put it together. So that was like my first Yeah, time. your own style. Sure. Yeah. Okay. And then you realize, okay, I should write my own songs at this point if I want to continue doing this. Exactly. And then what was that like? Was that hard at first or? Um, you know, it's like, it's weird because it's like sometimes you look back and you feel like it was easier because you didn't have like the limitations. You didn't know the rules. You didn't know anything. You were just kind of like freely creating. Mm-hmm. So I love that aspect about being like a new writer. Um, but then like you start learning things like like where a chorus should go, where a pre-chorus should go, you know. So it starts being like just not more challenging, but just like less free (laughs) right it's like you know it's kind of like when i've heard people talk about that are really into you know theory or they're like very uh you know uh i I can't think of the word right now but basically they're very disciplined in like knowing like you know which notes go with which notes and like and then you talk to somebody that doesn't know how to read music or never learned that and they're like well, oh, this would this sounds cool when somebody else's brain yeah. would have been like, no way, that, that would never work together. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't even think to try that. Uh, but when yeah, you, you just make what you like, <laughs> right, you're just going. Yeah, going off what you are feeling at the time. But once you've got some songs under your belt, you might be like, oh, like, you know, I shouldn't really go with this. I should put a pre-chorus here. This is where a bridge would go or or yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> So when you started, what was it like when you, okay, you have your songs together, a few songs together. Do you remember showing those with people? Like, did you get any validation early on that you were doing something really well and that you should continue? Um, so my first, my very first project, I wrote some of them by myself, but also some of it with other people. So I, I think like, I wasn't really thinking about, was it good? Because it was still like my creative expression so in my Mm -hmm. mind like it was always going to be what it was um and me getting help from other people just kind of like I assumed they knew what they were doing so Mm -hmm. you know um and it's I still to this day I think it was a great project it was like my first project it was called roses roses okay (laughs) yeah and you put that out in 2018 I believe yeah 2018 okay so you yeah. put that record out and then uh, with when she released it, was it something that you like went to shop out to different record labels? Were you or what were you thinking after it came out? Like, what was the plan? So funny enough, um, it was right around the time when SoundCloud had introduced playlists oh, and cool. they only had they only had four playlists and like those four playlists were on like every single person's phone. So if you downloaded the SoundCloud app, like every single person had it on their homepage mm-hmm. and one of it was called artists to watch 2018. So I honestly just, I sent in a, like a message through the SoundCloud artists to watch page. And I was just like, Hey, I just released a project. My name is Brandy. I'm an artist to watch. Like, <laughs> and crazy Come on, artist, enough, watch me. <laughs> yeah, so, and crazy enough, they actually like responded, and they were like, "Hey, we love this song, and we want to feature you on the playlist. We want to feature you on our Facebook and on our Instagram." So it was just kind of like, "Wow, that's massive!" Yeah, just off of a cold <laughs> yeah. email, like, "Hey." Off of a- old message just random like hey check me out i'm an artist to watch 
And did you send them your whole project or was there a particular song that you sent them or that they um, wanted to use? Yeah, I sent them a song. Um, the song had been doing well. I had been pushing the song because the song itself was my single. It came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. So I had been pushing it for a while, a couple months. Um, and it was doing pretty, pretty well um, on its own. So I sent them a song called Conditional mm-hmm. and they checked it out and they loved it. Um, it was definitely like, it was definitely the beginning of a of a new time. I don't know if you were heavy on SoundCloud, but there was like an era where everybody was like on SoundCloud making like new genres and like bedroom pop and like everything. Yeah, a, a lot of artists were coming out of SoundCloud for sure. I mean, exactly. I didn't, I'm, I'm not a songwriter, but I come from, you know, radio and loving music. And I remember obviously those, that's where people were discovering music and that was kind of its own community. I, I would, would think it's still kind of doing that, but then was really a big deal it was kind of like even before that was like hype machine and blogs if you got on a blog it was like oh you know game changer but to have success there yeah and a lot of people are collaborating with each other you know there was such a cool like almost like a social network of songwriters within that one the one website i know it was amazing amazing times (laughs) (laughs) so that's where you it started there on soundcloud yeah it started on soundcloud Okay. And then from that record, did you just continue working on your craft or cause you put out a project in 2020, right? Yes. And so then another one last there, year and then the, obviously the newest one, but we'll, so from 2018 to 2020, tell me what was going on between those two records. So between that time, I kind of learned, um, I focused heavily on songwriting. I learned how to record myself. I learned how to mix myself. So now I pretty much do everything um, by myself or with the help of like some people here and there, like my roommate and stuff. Um, we oh, cool. But yeah, I just took the time to learn the craft more and develop myself more. Okay. And then when the pandemic hits, I mean, when does the record come out in, in relation to that? Um, I had like a, an EP, I mean. Yeah, I had a project. It came out, I think, like, the beginning of I had I know I had a project come out like 2021 that really took off for me but I definitely think um all the things I did during the pandemic and and being able to be at home mm-hmm. and and practice those skills of songwriting recording and mixing definitely helped me so those projects um my project like Garden Fire mm-hmm. um, yeah that's the one I was curious about so that one came out in 2020 yeah. Yeah, I I think just being able to be at home definitely like set the tone and helped a lot of songwriters, not just mm-hmm. me, but to be able to like, you know, create and be in our bubble and not have to be like on the go all the time. Sure, sure. And then you put out and because of that, you were able to like kind of hone on your craft and then you put two, was it two records last year? Two EPs? Um. Yeah, two EPs. Yeah, because you did Silhouette, yeah. and then you also had another one as well, right? That's yeah. unfortunate. It was also a, a project you had to come out last year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, like, so important in these times to just continuously drop music because there's so much music out there, mm-hmm. and people are always, like, looking for the newest and the next thing, and to be engaged. I don't think it's, like, the same as it was where you could just put out, like, one project every two years and of right. course maybe you're major you know but as a smaller act i think you have to keep putting music out there 
There's so much going on, right? I mean, it's so oversaturated with people constantly releasing songs that it's like, unless you're a, you know, massive star. If you're Drake, you can wait a couple of years. Or, but, right. if, <laughs> but everyone else has to be like, okay, I got to put out a record and then I'm going to put out this next record and just keep people interested. Um, exactly. You said you had, like, was Silhouette the one that kind of took off for you in 2021? Yeah, Silhouette was, the, was my, my most successful one. So tell me about that and how did that all kind of come together? Um, it came together. I, I was able to put it together um, probably like winter of the year before of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Clubhouse, I don't know if you were a part of the Clubhouse um, phenomenon. There's an app mm-hmm. called Clubhouse. Okay. And it, it got popular in October of like 2020, I think. And um, everyone was just kind of like on it. It's an app where you can like you talk to people through your phone kind of like instead of like you're in a room it's like a chat room almost okay and you're just like talking to people and um i ended up meeting someone there from apple oh wow uh, yeah and i i played i got to play my song in a session in um in a room and everyone loved it and so it got on an apple playlist and that really huge And um, I also was able to get it talked about in Teen Vogue and Uproxx through my PR. Um, wow. Spotify found it from there. So it just kind of had like a trickle effect. That's amazing. Wow. So this app, yeah. is this app still <laughs> happening? Like I've never even heard of it. I feel like yeah, an old it, person. It's still happening. I don't think it's as popular. I think it was just because I think at the time, you know, it was COVID. Everyone was at home. It was right. Like, you know okay but but it's still it's still out there okay so you just went on there and you were just jumping in different chat rooms or were there like specific like you could go to like music or song oh oh was it all but there's everything in this app so you'd go to music chat rooms and you're chatting with people and then somebody just happened to work for apple yeah so you can honestly you can follow people and then you could see what rooms the people you followed were in so i like music people and then i would go in the rooms that they were in and they had a lot of rooms where you could like play your song and get feedback so that's awesome <laughs> I, i've never heard anyone talk about this app that's so cool so silhouette and then you put another project out and then obviously now is silhouette two why the 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 space in between or was silhouette two kind of being worked on as silhouette one was coming like ending or like it was it just too totally like you just decided to go back and be like you know what this is kind of a batch of songs that follow what i had going on in the first one so tell me that because you had a record in between that's why i'm curious yeah you know so i i felt like i put out silhouette one um purposely in february because it was around like valentine's day and these were a bunch of love songs Mm -hmm. and so i think i just wanted to kind of come back again and put out silhouette two again around like valentine's day for my fans that um really do love like my love songs and are into although i do write about love like those are just very more like sensual songs for like Mm -hmm. valentine's day so that's why i did like a part two um so now I'm just excited to put out more music as well that it may sound totally different from that. Oh, okay. I, got, I understand. Yeah. 
So, so the the record in between isn't sound. Is it the same style as far as stylistically what you're doing with silhouette? So that was like, exactly. oh, okay, well, this isn't gonna. It doesn't make sense to have, just have another record. It'll just continue with the the theme of the Valentine's Day and and, and everything else. Exactly. There. Okay. When did you start writing silhouette two then? And did you kind of have that idea? Did you know that you wanted to do that, or just happened to be like, oh, these songs are also like in the same vein as the first record. No, I definitely knew I wanted to put out a silhouette too, um, mm -hmm. but I probably didn't start working on it until like the same type of time frame, like winter the year before. Mm -hmm. um, so like November, December of the year before I started working on silhouette too. Okay. And like currently, like so, you knew you're going to go into just writing the, that that style of songs. And then, are you? Is it hard to kind of juggle? Are you are writing obviously different? Like, like when you go into write, you focused. Okay, I'm just going to write this record this certain way and under this style. But I have all these other song ideas that are going to be part of something different. Like, is that when you when you write? Was that where your mind was at? Like, kind of. I think like. I'll make songs um, just to make songs. And then like, sometimes they fit in one category. Sometimes they don't. And I just like, will save them until I get a group of songs like that. So maybe I'll, okay. I'll have like one song done in the summertime or something. And then like another song done two months later. And then I'm like, I make, I'm like, okay, I think I want to make two more songs like this, like, you know, and then like, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have a collection. So it's not necessarily always all made the exact same time, but for the most part, like I'll get a couple songs and I'll be like, this is the direction I'm going to go in. Okay. Very cool. And are you writing constantly? I mean, do you have a bunch of songs ready to go, especially in this, like we were saying earlier, just constantly having to release content? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I I write all the time. I think that like I love so many different genres. So sometimes I'm kind of like I think I want to just wait so that I can have like a specific order and a rhyme or reason so it doesn't mm -hmm. seem like completely random, you know, <laughs> completely random like oh she was doing this, now she's doing that like and just bringing it together maybe in an EP so a story it can like tell a story, you know. Mhm. Mm so are you currently doing that or just kind of building songs and maybe they'll like intertwine at some point? Yeah. So I, I am um, doing that and I plan on releasing more singles this summer. Um, hopefully a well, as well, another EP because I want to just get out more and more music and more visuals and really give my audience something to hang on to. I love it. I love it. And what about playing live? Are you doing any shows in LA or outside of LA? Um, I actually did one show um, like last week and I'm sure I'll be doing some more. Um, I think I definitely want to focus right now on getting a couple of singles out and um, some visuals and really like creating a world. I loved um, my project. That's unfortunate because I got to kind of like create a little world um, for people to come into. And that's what I want to continue to do is just like build my own world so people can feel like a part of my world. I love that. That's so awesome. Very, very cool. Well, Brandy, thank you so much for, for hanging out with me today. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you so much for this interview. Of course. I have one more uh, quick question. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. 
Yes. Um, my advice would just be to continue, um, be consistent and try to outdo yourself every time or have a different game plan every time.